0: Warning. This podcast is powered by intense Fujoshi shipping fields. Fujoshi Cast is not responsible for any irresponsible fan behavior and strongly encourages that we all respect each other. Um, hi, this is Kirsten again for, for Georgia Cast, and there's something quite interesting that happened this week. That's why I'm, I'm including this in the show. Um, with me today is um, Nellie. She's actually um, an editor for genre fiction and anime and manga scripts. Um, she works for Crunchyroll and for Harlequin. And um, she's with me today because we're here to talk about something interesting that happened this week. So hi, Nellie. Hi! Yes. um, Yeah, Nelly and I had quite an interesting set of reactions over at Twitter um, because of something that happened last week. Basically, what happened is um, there's a a Scandalation group named September Scandalations who basically made an announcement of sorts that they started blocking Japanese IPs to access their website. And it's mostly because um, they don't want publishers or... Um, Dojin creators to actually find their work scandalated in their website, which I'm like, alarm bells ringing uh, in all the wrong places, and I was like why is this happening? How did it reach to this point? And um, Nelly was nice enough to give me an insight that apparently this drama with September Scandalations started because of um, a doujin, I, if, correct me if I'm wrong, because of um fervent dojin groups or maybe shippers would be more appropriate. Fervent mm-hmm. shippers who have been reporting the Dojin scandalations of September scandalations to their um, respective authors in order to take them down. In order to yes,
1: yes. in um, order among to... other things. Obviously you know there are yeah. some other issues and stuff there as well, but that
0: was a big a big factor. Yeah. Know, with that one there. With that decision. Um and it's and i just find it quite interesting because um has been going on for so long and seriously we could have all you know scandalators could have easily thought of just putting you know blocking all of these japanese ips but for but they never have because you know it's not exactly i i I don't know that's for me i feel that it's already bridging the point of you know absolute piracy or you know very it's a very it's, it um scanation suddenly becomes very inclusive rather than you know mm-hmm. something that is um accessible or in the spirit of sharing to everyone um and what I find interesting with this one is it first really this action um started because of shipping wars okay um for those who are not familiar with it um right now um, free is coming out tomorrow actually and it um, and it is one of the biggest fandoms for um, Fujoshi in the last few um, in the last few months actually and it's also notorious for having really bad shipping wars and shipping factions considering that there's only like four or five possible ships or ten at the most in that series and um, and this group is known for scalating a particular ship, yeah, because it's a preference of the of the main leader of the group. And I think people are reporting the scannations that she has of this particular ship, so that there's lesser dojins of this ship available to people, and so that that ship would kind of like die. Am I correct in assuming that's how this shipping war go- went?
1: Yeah, there's also, obviously, that Scanlation group has a lot of history in terms of sort of interacting with fandom, obviously. Mm -hmm. Not everyone likes their attitude and things like that, so um, there's a lot of friction between this translator, this group in particular, who translate a lot of works and, you know, even, obviously, official works like, you know, promo vids and things like that. Yeah. Um, So there's been a lot of, there's been a history of a lot of conflict between them and the fandom. Um, just in general so
0: (laughs) (laughs) Ah, so what are your thoughts on this Um, it's it's quite an interesting thing because you know people are responding to this on the surface level we're in people are writing online that this is batshit insane because you know how dare you own right to a particular manga when in fact it's, it's quite layered because it's not just... For those who don't know the entire story, it also includes that dimension of doujinshi scanlations which is another thing. And, of course, um, this scanlation group is also handling commercially available scanlations So what are your thoughts on this, Nellie? Um, well,
1: as you said, it's, it's really complicated, and my thoughts on it are complicated as well. Um, and, obviously, I can only speak from the perspective of someone in Western fam- fandom, mm-hmm. not from the perspective of, you know, obviously... Japanese creator creators or anything like that. Mm. Um, but I know you, like, you were saying that you find the IP blocking to be, um, and a lot of people obviously agree with this, that the IP blocking is going too far.
0: Mm-hmm. I suppose
1: for me I look at it like there are lots of scanlation groups um, and that password their work that have, yeah. you know, very... Um, Exclusive little groups, you need a password yeah. to access, you know, yeah. for a number of reasons be it that they scan late RAT material, yeah. that they're, you know, covering their tracks from um, publishers or dojinchi artists and that kind of thing. Um, so, I mean, it's not exactly uncommon. And to me, blocking the Japanese IPs in order to sort of protect the work you know, of the scanlators from um, publishers or the dojinchi artists. Um, is is more inclusive to fandom than creating a small group and passwording it and Mm -hmm. doing things that way because obviously Mm. this way everyone in Western fandom can still access this material easily. It just sort of puts that layer of, you know, the Japanese side of things isn't going to accidentally stumble across things or find them in Google searches. So I suppose that's sort of where I'm coming from, um, that it's not really functionally that different yeah. to mm-hmm. um, things that scanlation groups have been doing as you said forever and ever and ever yeah. um, it's just this particular way of doing it, it seems to have pinged a lot of people as really really bad and I'm like well if you look at what it's doing functionally it's really not actually that different to yeah. what a lot of groups are doing I think you know this group has just gotten um, a lot of attention for it um, yeah partly, like I said, because they are so well-known in free fandom, which, as we all know, is a big deal. Um, yeah. And so that sort of created, you know, a massive snowball of, um, of responses to this, whereas, you know, if it, was, if it is a smaller group that does this kind of thing, nobody seems to comment.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think there's also that aspect of fair use in terms of... Mm. Um, well, when I'm thinking of scandalations, because I do understand, I myself was a scanlator during my youth. And right. um, what we did was, uh, this was when Live Journal was still on, well, we do have closed communities. And the thing with closed communities is it is manageable. You know, you can have around 100 to 500 people. But I think to a degree... I'm operating on the notion that, as a fan, it's still a bit fair having only, like, Mm. 100 or 500 people viewing or accessing your work in that community. And then, unlike what's... I mean, we know how big September Scandations is. It's probably one of the biggest Mm. scan groups out there for boys' love and so on and so forth. And you can see the number of followers or the likes that... um, their leader, so so to speak, um, Fencer. Um, yes, but she has around a thousand, a thousand to more. I know, I know. I've seen some of her posts that gets up to around five thousand or ten thousand on mm. Tumblr, which is in Tumblr. That's that's basically that's just the people who are responding to her. But if you can multiply that in internet speak, that would be around a hundred thousands, a millions, which is mm. quite a large group. And yes. And I don't know, you know, to me, if you're already giving it that much access, I kind of find it like unfair what what perhaps takes me off is that it it no longer serves the purpose of becoming just that that small community of, of sharing, but rather it's already mm. this explosive, big, you know, where Scandalation is a, lo- a whole lot larger than itself when mm. you know we can't control it we it is our obligation to share and it's to me it's like it it's it shouldn't be your obligation to share you want to share because you want mm. to but not because you are obligated to or that it is your responsibility as a fan to share it to everyone you know what I mean which is kind mm. of like yeah I'm at that point where okay so it's really complicated because as you said yeah it's it's working on different dynamics altogether,
1: but yeah you have a comment? Um, well so I can see where you're coming from with that um, but at the same time I still I mean, was, I'm about to sort of get on to another one of the points we were going to talk about how mm-hmm. um, for some reason Western fans in particular get mm-hmm. really defensive of Dojinshi scans um, yeah. in this case like as we can see to the, from the reaction to this um, yeah they get really, really, really protective and defensive of this kind of thing whereas, on the other hand there's never any reaction to things like, for example, I know a lot of people get, for example, their anime downloads from Horrible Subs, yeah. who in fact I don't know how many people know this, but Horrible Subs rips their subtitles from Crunchyroll every week yeah. um, and, you know, you never see anybody getting upset or, you know, questioning the morality of those kind of actions mm-hmm. um, in terms of sharing things with the fandom mm-hmm. um, but when it's dojinshi works, all of a sudden people get really, really into it <laughs> mm-hmm. um, even though, you know, I think doujinshi are probably more difficult I mean, like, with anime, for example, and manga we have a lot of legitimate avenues nowadays on mm-hmm. the internet yeah, for can. accessing this, I mean, you yeah. can't say anymore that, well the only way I can access this show with subtitles is to go and get a torrent off, you know, MIRC or anything like that. Um, We do have legitimate avenues available um, and yet, you know, a lot of people still download. I'm not saying, you know, I I know it's a complicated situation. I download shows too. Mm. Um, You know, it's a complicated thing, but um, these people are getting upset about one and yet continuing to download these subtitles and shows and things like that mm. when Dojinshi, for example, are a lot harder to get legitimately um, mm. basically, you know, we don't have the same legitimate avenues to access um, Japanese fan works like Dojinshi mm. as we do accessing, you know, the official works,
0: yeah.
1: um, so I suppose in my mind it sort of, it feels more it makes more sense to me that we're um, you know, sort of blurring these complicated lines of ownership and where does, you know, these things stop being okay and stuff like that yeah. with dojinshi then with, um, uh, you know, official works, which are still considered, it's still considered, you know, totally kosher to yeah. be very, very blasé about that stuff, yeah, if, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Well, well, kosher is kind of interesting because it's like, it's one of those things where then, um, people are like, oh, okay, is it available legally? Yes, no, can I afford it? Yes, no, and, and then mm. you know, if if something doesn't tick then that's when they start looking for scalations. That's at least mm. I think the natural behavior nowadays. Yeah. And and but you're right, when it comes to Dojinshi, it's suddenly this this logic is kind of lost. And it's kind of interesting because the responses online are quite varied. And I, I was telling you that well, maybe because um, unlike um unlike let's say commercially published manga you know mm. doujinshi doesn't have uh, you know asking asking permission to have your doujinshi scanlated is a lot easier because it's supposedly you know communication between two fans mm. and you know um if you just and then, you know i would trust that this scanlation group as with every other scanlation group has the capacity to actually you know write to this author they have their emails at the end of every doujinshi you know and then (laughs) if not emails they have their twitter you know and they can just simply ask hey you know i really like your doujinshi um i want to share it with my friends my friends can't speak japanese so i'd like to translate it in english is this all right with you and you know it's the prerogative of the doujinshi artist to say no and compare that to a commercially published one where they have to go through a lot of you know People, a lot of middlemen, just to get to the author to say yes. Like, um, I remember there's an interview of S.M., and she was mm-hmm. saying that, you know, she's perfectly fine with her works being scannedated because you know at the end of the day, they you know, the Western audiences would appreciate her work more than you know the Japanese audience. Although she's kind of like, you know, fifty-fifty with those. I mean, she's getting enough critical success in Japan, as well as in as well as a. Or, you know, outside of it, but mm-hmm. she recognizes that you know, scanlations are there, and it's kind of okay. And, but you know, when it comes to Dojinshi, it's I, for me. I was ta- I was telling you about this in Twitter that it should have been easy to ask, and you know, it should have been if if you know this group, this this Dojin group or this doujin circle said no, then you know they shouldn't. But it's it's interesting because the reaction of the scanlation group is that. Um okay, if they said no, I still want to share it because you know everybody needs to get mm-hmm. their hands on it, which is kind of like is this is this the new as you you're I'm gonna use your term kosher. Is this the new kosher mm-hmm. that um we that you know, because I want to share it to everyone as a fan, it is you know, I should do it. I mean,
1: Yeah.
0: Well like I said, like, you know, again it's 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 <sighs> It
1: really is such a complicated issue. It is, it Um, is. It's really difficult to talk about, especially, I know we were talking on Twitter about coming at it, you know, as an academic and a fan and, you know, as someone who works in the industry, you know, with... I mean, obviously, I've only recently started working on... Anime and manga and stuff, but even you know in Western publishing, um, Harley Quinn, Harper Collins and stuff like that, mm. you know piracy, book downloads, that kind of thing are a, are a huge issue in yeah. creative industries. Yeah. Um. So it's a, it's a weird place to come at. Um. But I mean, I suppose like you might know more about this than I do, but I mean the the attitude tends to seem to be that, um, the culture in Japan, the fa- Japanese fandom, is that they don't there's, they generally don't. Like to give permission to scan things, like you know, a lot of a lot mm-hmm. of groups, you know, tend to sort of be sort of against that. So, I mean, again, yeah. I mean, where 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 do you draw this line between? Well, we can't really ask official sources because, of course, they're going to say no. And yeah. well, we can't really ask the Dojinshi artists because, of course, they're going to say no. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, again, I mean, I I know I was saying this to you on on, on Twitter about how I sort of. I know that my opinion on this is probably a bit mm. wonky from a lot of fans' perspectives. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's not that I don't, I don't believe in, you know, fans respecting other fans and things like that. You know, I think, for example, um, you know, just reposting art without um, without citing where it's from and all this kind of thing is, you know, obviously completely wrong. And yeah. obviously within Western fandom, you wouldn't do something like that. but. Yeah there's such a disconnect between Western fandom and Japanese fandom. Yeah. And,
0: you and know, sort
1: of, ma- maybe it's sort of getting getting better these days, but, um, you know, with the internet and it, it actually being easier to sort of communicate, but yeah. there's still this massive disconnect um, yeah. between the two.
0: And, and I find it interesting because, for example, the fans, the, I think the Western attitude of, you know, y- Artists protecting their work and, you know, citations and all of that jazz, you know, it's starting to, you know, filter through the Japanese, you know, the Japanese fandom, meaning not just where when we're when we speak of Western fandom, we are speaking about um, fans of Western media. Okay. And so, you know, you have fan or big fan artists, the likes of um, my God, there's this, there's this big reaper son for example Mm -hmm. who who currently has issues with her Sherlock and her all of her fan arts that are not being cited properly to her or being repinned or reblogged and you know she's making you know she's writing about her issues with it online and Mm -hmm. you know a lot of of artists a lot of you know artists from western fandom are responding to this like yes you know this is not how things should go this is not Mm -hmm. you know and we have that behavior, we have the pr- protective behavior in Western fandom mm-hmm. and yes, you're right, there is a disconnect, because when it comes to Japanese fandom, we're just like post and then insert the Pixiv, pixiv link here, etc. Et mm-hmm. and still somehow that reposting is not allowed and, you know, but it's still, it's still rampant, we're still doing it and it's mm-hmm. primarily because of communication and language that um, that's really problematic. And what I find yeah. quite interesting is that, you know, September Scandalations should be at that forefront of, you know, bridging the Western fandoms. And maybe not just September Scandalations, they're just probably, I mean, just using them as the the example for now. But Scandalation groups ideally, you know, especially those who translate Dojin Scandalation groups should be at the forefront of actually bringing in, um, you know bringing in some of the attitudes of western fandom or japanese fandom forward to you know those who cannot understand so that you know we can appreciate or respect that you know respect each other's works and you know be in one happy fandom so to speak yeah. <laughs> and and it it's that's why i find it quite interesting that you know because an artist said no and i just kind of want to do it i still want to do it because um I'm I'm going to speak now as someone who's been observing Japanese fandom and Japanese, particularly the Japanese doujinshi artists. And, you know, mm. this, they do have a particular um, disrespect or distaste. Not really disrespect, but a distaste or distrust. That distaste and distrust for Western, for fandoms or fans outside of Japan. Yes. Um, and this is primarily due to years of you know their websites being visited and their websites you know um you know people would look at their fan art you know right click save us and would use these fan arts for t shirts um postcards being reprinted um and you know and it just surprises them that they will see it online or they will see their works online without without proper credit and you know they even they even have this um They even have this small, um, not really organization of sorts, but, um, they have this, they have, they used to, like, if you go to fan websites, they will have these no stealing of fan art or no, no stealing of, um, Fan works in English and in Chinese and in all of these languages, mm-hmm. because it frustrates them that you know their work is being stolen in the same way that you know Reaperson's works are being repinned and, and stolen and I'm just mm. wondering, you know are we being selfish as fans are we being uh, at what point did we have this kind of entitlement that um just because they said no. I don't care, (laughs) which is kind of funny.
1: Uh, Yeah. I mean, there's definitely selfishness to it. I mean, like, I mean, I I don't think it's necessarily deliberate. I mean, I I just think, um, you know, fans don't necessarily think of it in that sense. Yeah, I know they don't. There's "There's all these great fan works here and, you know, people want to be able to access them. And so of course, you know, people come in who can make that possible. um, you know, and like you said, like there's especially um, years ago and whatnot when there were the fan art sites, you know, it was very common for mm. Japanese fan art sites mm. to be passworded and things. Mm. So I think perhaps part of the problem is that you've got Japanese fandom who has come through all that and, like you said, has sort of developed this rather strong distaste for allowing their works to be scanlated, for, you know, working, um, you know, with people from the western side of fandom to make their works available um mm-hmm. i know several scanlators who have talked about how you know they they have asked and they you know want to do things like um even you know helping um what's the word i'm looking for here um facilitating ah. japanese fans um selling their doujinshi to western fans like saying you know look if Um, you know, we can provide a typed up translation, you know, to sell with your books to the fans, you know, these kind of Mm. um, potential solutions and Japanese fans are still very resistant Mm. to those kinds of things. I mean, Mm. obviously, rightfully so. I mean, the, the way that both fandoms have grown up in the last, you know, 10, 15, 20 years since the internet yeah. started, yeah. Um, you can see very much where these attitudes have come from. Yeah, But it's sort of put us now in this position where it's sort of a bit of a loggerheads. It's like, how how do we move forward from this? How do we sort of find a way to strike a balance between the fact that Japanese fans are resistant in a lot of cases to sharing and yeah. Western fans just, you know, they they want to engage with these Japanese fan works, and yes that does come from, you know, sort of a rather selfish position often but I think as a fan, we can all understand the feeling of, you know, knowing or seeing, you know, for example um, a preview on Pixiv or something like that, Furuto Jinshi, and being like, oh wow, this looks amazing, I really want to, you know, read this or see it, and um things like that so yeah. I mean I think it's a...
0: <laughs> there is also I mean but this is already pushing it um, mm. wherein in with partic- this is basically for um, there are some authors of manga in particular who understand the power of their, of their work or any work <laughs> once translated in English for example um, the likes of I think it was Nakamura Hikaru the 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 author of Saint Young Men who <clears throat> who was you know particularly cautious about her work being translated in English because she's not exactly um prepared or ready to you know to deal with an American audience or with an English speaking audience who are mm. po- possibly thrice more conservative to understand what she's Mm. trying to I show. I think that sort
1: of is, is slightly you know and, a, a slightly different situation again yeah, though, because but, of the content of Saint Young Men. Yeah, yeah.
0: but <laughs> but that said it's you can also say the same thing with Boy's Love and I do know for a fact that there are some authors out there who particularly do not like their their works being translated in English because of the very fact that people wouldn't understand what Boy's Love is and you know mm-hmm. they can be sensitive souls and um I was saying about this in a particular free discussion on on why we're not, you know, why are artists saying no, where it, it, it's highly possible that they're afraid that, to explain themselves in English. And Jap- mm-hmm. you know, J- Japanese, even if they study mandatory English in their schools, you know, to someone who doesn't understand them, approaching them in a language that they cannot understand. And it's just mm. it's scary they don't know, you know, it, there's a great possibility that there will be flame wars that they will be open to just because of one or two images that one or two person can doesn't like, you know, mm. and, and we've seen it in fandom a lot of times and you know, oh yeah. <laughs> and, and I'm not saying they're all special snowflakes, but there are special snowflakes out there who just can't handle the criticism in any mm. language whatsoever. And I'm thinking it's, it's the same thing with these Japanese fans. They're just scared of the gaijin saying, oh my god, your work is amazing. And oh my god. And then they'll talk to their friend and say, oh my god, gaijin, you know what they do when they buy your doujin here in Comicat? They scan it and put it up online and share yeah. it with their <laughs> friends, right? Like, oh my god, all of these people reading my work. And some artists have been vocal about it online. Like, Some of them have opened up Tumblrs. Like mm. in, in Kuroko no Basket, there's a there's an artist who's who opened up a Tumblr specifically for her Western audience and has written that, okay, um, in 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 her bad Japanese in her bad English that, <laughs> okay, um, I'm a fan artist in Pixiv and you know I don't like my work being stolen. I work hard for my, I work hard for my dojinshi and this is what mm. I make when I make my dojinshi. You know, of course, it's a sad. Sad reality of how dojin artists are all, are doing this all for love and all that yeah. jazz, and that they're not making any money whatsoever with whatever they publish. You know, we we think that when people sell their dojinshi, oh, they must be filthy rich to actually publish mm. something in two hundred or one hundred pieces alone. It's like what one thousand dollars, maybe, mm. you know, to have something as pretty as that published. But you know. You're right. Going back to an earlier point, wherein, if we if we if we have these you know sympathetic attitudes towards dojinshi artists, you know, us fighting mm. the likes of um, Scandinavian groups like September Scans or in mm. us saying that you know you can't do this, you can't do that because you know they're not making they're not making a buck because of your piracy. Mm. How then can we justify the likes of Professional manga artists who are, you know, there are thousands of articles out there. I'll probably possibly post it with this podcast. When professional manga artists who also don't make a buck, not because of scanlations, but just because, you know, it's just hard to make a living in comics, period. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I often see,
1: um, though, when I'm seeing not even just the, the recent thing with September scanlations, mm. but just in general, people. Um, the western arguments I see about doujinshi scans is you know think about the doujinshi artist who you know is, has to make money from you know the doujinshi and stuff I'm like that's not usually the case though <laughs> um, and even if it were I mean it still comes back to the whole um, you know why why are we suddenly more defensive of fans mm. making money off fan works which let's be real fan works are a legal grey area begin with. I mean, um, you know, I know that there are conventions in the US who Mm. don't allow fan art and things like that anymore Mm. um, due to the whole legal mess of, you know, is it okay to be making money off fan works? Is it okay to
0: be making... I remember that there's this one famous Western fandom artist who makes teas. Mm. Is it Kara McGee? Who's been Mm-hmm. who hasn't... I think she's been banned in some... in some cons. And mm. she's been selling her tea in a bag without the table. <laughs> I, although I don't know the full story, but but I know that, she, for example, she had to relabel a lot of her teas without, har- without putting the name Sherlock, without putting the name Harry Potter. Yeah. Because, you know, it's been called out by the big corporate media. But, you know, yeah. this is... but when we speak of big corporate media with western fandom these are like multi-million franchises and so on and so Mm. forth and I don't think anime and manga is in that same big...
1: No, and I mean um, I I personally think I personally on the side of I think it's fine I mean as long as people aren't claiming you know the canon works as their own and as long as you know they're not making huge money doing I mean like you know whatever like you know If you're going to make a bit of money doing fan works and stuff, that's totally fair enough. Um, But, you know, but Western fandom, you know, again, because I can only speak from the perspective of of Western fandom, you know, it seems to have this idea of protecting this idea of fan artists and really fan artists because you never see this come up with fan writers, which is another argument entirely (laughs) about the fact that um, fandom... Automatically thinks it's not okay to make money off fanfic, but fan art and fan comics are a different kettle of fish. But like I said, that's a bit, a bit off. Which is filter. funny because um. if, you, if
0: you consider, if you consider, for example, the moment that you monetize fandom in the same way, mm-hmm. let's say, um, the Twilight girl had monetized hers. Which which uh, <laughs> which, which one? <laughs> um, sorry, E.L. James. I, yeah and and you know I, I remember seeing fandom being all like oh my god you know how dare she monetize her her 50 shades of grey thing blah 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 mm-hmm. blah and blah, blah, it's just when it's just a um a fanfic a, a yeah. really giant big long ass fanfic that you know apparently apparently is really popular to women yeah and what makes that what makes the fan comic for example more you know how do I put it well, Worthy. Were protect like you no know, like yeah. something
1: that you know it's okay like d- is there is there a feeling that artists put more effort into their work I mean like obviously they do I mean artists mm, put do, a lot of effort into their work but you know it's no difference so so the to... writers. Mm. Yeah. so you know I, I... that's and another it's... issue in that that I get <laughs> I, I, I find really strange and random. it's like yeah mm, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, which
0: is you know quite a very interesting point. Um, um, that you made because yeah I mean if we're if we're just really going on with with fandom but I think I think personally I don't think fan intent fan works intend to always you know monetize their work it's never no. it's never that I'm not, I'm not I'm not we're not dissing here fan artists or fan Absolutely not. Fan, no. fan I, creators, I, I, I think... we're we're not because we do understand we are also fan works, uh, fan creators, you know, in our own ways, <laughs> and we will not tell you about the details of where we put up our fan works. But we, but we do understand that need to share mm. this creative idea, this moment of inspiration that we're hoping other people would you know share with us and giggle with us, mm. and you know, it's it's part of our expression of our fandom or her expression of our Mm. love for that particular um series or for that particular um franchise and and it's just yeah the reactions are quite interesting and um i mean i haven't i haven't actually gone to a doujin event um, I'd probably get a shot of this in August when I attend Comiket and a couple of other um, doujin events. But um, I mean, that that's where I'll probably see how people react to foreigners mm-hmm. buying, you know, and communicating with um, doujin artists. Because personally, right now, I'm only seeing you know a smidgen of of the mm-hmm. entire fan community. For all I know, they could be really enthusiastic about it. Mm.
1: um i mean this, this is the thing i mean like you look online at you know the number of dojinshi that are available scanned and then you look at how many artists there are i mean it's 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 insane i mean it's insane it really is i mean like yeah. hundreds of thousands i mean of... in,
0: in comic cut alone it's <laughs> it's just bridging there are, there are usually ten thousand circles in a in one comic market participating mm. and there are like five hundred thousand people attending and so on and so forth yeah and um and it's crazy we're really just and this is just comic market i you know and there are other events in japan that mm. are you know have have artists that find that area more accessible you know we have mm. you know a big comic event in osaka or in hiro uh, or up north in hokkaido etc and it's mm. and it's also massive but it's just yeah it's just interesting because for me as a fan i would like i am actually quite grateful for example like if you go to mm. a website like Aryan fantasy and you go and look at their section of dojinshi that you will find mm. and and this is, as for me as a researcher i i some i started you know doubting the need to go to japan for my research because i can actually find a lot of the dojinshi that that i needed for my research like classic mm. shonen jump uh, classic slam dunk classic prince of tennis you know written by these big time authors there mm. and, it, and it and it's quite interesting but again Aryan fantasy works works as a locked community like don't share yes. don't tell
1: exactly yes
0: and and, um, and and you you raised a really great and interesting point earlier wherein why does why does Aaron Fantasy? Why is Iron Fantasy okay, but not what September Scandalations did? Just, mm-hmm. yeah. Listen, I, I
1: I really feel like the the whole September Scandalation thing, the reason why it has caused so much drama and wank and all those other fun fandom things, um, it really does come back to the fact of a the fandom and b the history of friction within free fandom um, i you know this is one of the reasons i know i was talking to you about you know yeah. i get i get cranky about the hypocrisy in fandom sometimes and
0: yeah.
1: um <laughs> you yeah, this is definitely one of those cases where hey yeah. you know plenty of other groups do similar things and no one cares i think everyone's just getting a bit cranky because they're looking for an excuse to get cranky yeah. um maybe we really need free season two to come back now, so everyone can calm down a bit. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. no.
0: But I'm quite sure with with the new boy coming in, it's just going to get crazier. It already
1: has, let's be real. Yeah. <laughs> um, like- but, but yeah, I mean, in, in this particular case that um, so we're talking about, I mean, I've just seen so many arguments talking about how, you know, about piracy and how Unfair it is, and you know how wrong it is, and you know throwing around words like stealing and things like that. And like I said, it's at the end of the day, it's all stealing. It is. It, it is. doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter whether you're downloading, you know, rips or subs or books mm. or doujinshi scans. You know, it, it's all stealing, and I think you know it's kind of unfair to suddenly call. Go One on fandom activity,
0: horse. yeah, yeah,
1: exactly, well, exactly, my words that I was using last yeah. week. You know, to get yeah. on a high, exactly, to get on a high horse about dojinshi scans and about you know respecting dojinshi artists, and then turn around and continue doing these other fandom activities, which are just as much stealing and just as much. Um, you know, problematic in various ways, because all these activities are problematic in various ways, yeah, you know, right. as we're saying. It's complicated, you know, there's, there's conflicting cultural things, you know, coming from Japanese fandom and Western fandom and mm. um, and stuff like that, but, you know, just the, the level of why, why turn around and say that this is okay while continuing to, you know, completely support other forms of it, just... Yeah. I, I just really don't like that. I'm like, you know, fair. I'm not going to argue against any of this. Like I said, you know, there are so many different issues involved here. It's really, it's, it's really, it's, it's, it's really complicated.
0: It's really a hard and, mess. and you know, as it, it's interesting because we're doing this. Um, Conference here in Australia called Manga Futures, and the objective of Manga Futures is actually bringing put for uh, uh, bringing forward um, fan activities and you know complications of fan activities, not just on the legal aspects of it, but rather also to see the transcultural exchange and how you actually bridge yeah. these fandoms. And it's and it's difficult, and it's really difficult because you have you have this kind of behavior in Western fandom and you have this behavior in japanese fandom and no yeah. one is just meeting well not I, i'm not saying no one there are there have been efforts in trying to meet somewhere in between oh yes. i mean
1: i was going to comment before when you, we were talking about the massive number of doujin artists i mean at the end of the day we really are generalizing i mean yeah, we are. and i mean the, the artists who are online and who inter- you know who have these interactions with Western fandom and things like that are really only a tiny mm. fraction of the actual dojinshi artist community from Japan? They because are. you know there or, are so or many, not of just them.
0: not just the dojinshi community, but the fan community in general mm. in Japan. I mean, here's the interesting thing: I when I went to I went to Iwami this April and I actually met um, a free fan mm. and. In my hotel, and we actually ended up talking and so on and so forth. And you know, it 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 well, it helped. It you know, I, I can speak Japanese and so on to converse with her. But mm. still, I I'd like to think that her engagement with me as a fan and us, you know, talking about our favorite characters and free and why we were both in Iwami, to, you know, to check out the place mm. was quite genuine. And I think that can be done. You know, yeah. And yeah, with. A particular openness, so to speak, and yeah hmm. it's just yeah, obviously finding avenues for that yeah. can be yeah can I, be difficult I, 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 it <laughs> is <laughs> difficult, and I feel that it's it kind of gone wasted with September scandinaous because I do remember um, although i don't i don't know um the lengths of how they did it with Free Fandom, mm. but I know that they've had their own drama with Free Fandom. But yep. in the case of um, the efforts of the Scandation group itself, like they've worked with um, independent comic artists um, such as way to publish mm-hmm. their their independent comics in English. Yes, and in and, you know, I mean, they're doing stuff. Um, we're not putting. September scans completely on a on a bad place here. I mean, I think that these fan communities like September scans are one of many avenues where fans can engage with other fans and you know Mm. exchange work, collab. I think the best word is collaborate um, with each other to you know bring more translated works forward. Bring more fans together, so mm. on and so forth. But yeah, there are attitudes that somehow prevent this from mm. ha- from this happy place to happen. And mm. yeah, I mean, I there have are...
1: attitudes on both sides. I mean, yeah. I mean, like I said, that's I think that is the the number one problem um, with this whole situation with Dojinshi is that. There, there are so many conflicting attitudes on both sides and there are assumptions on both sides too mm. um, you know, so meeting in the middle just becomes more and more difficult the longer yeah. and longer You know, yeah. these attitudes and opinions
0: are allowed to <coughs> continue mm-hmm. on um, um, Is this only, for example, is the tension towards September's scandals because they do Haru Rin Dojinshi how about on the Makoharu end? I mean, I'm quite sure that they also do. I'm assuming. No, they no. don't. No, they don't distribute no. the jinshi whatsoever. No. Wow, that's interesting.
1: <laughs> yeah, which I mean, again, I I, I feel like um, it's simply due to the extremely, and we've discussed this before actually yeah. when we met, um, the extremely volatile nature of. Free fandom, particularly Rin Haru versus
0: the Makuharu, Makuharu
1: fans, um, is in- insanely. <laughs> it's insanely volatile. It's one of the most volatile ship wars I've ever seen in you know fifteen, sixteen years in fandom. Wow. Um It's 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 really out of control, and um, I, I feel like that whole situation, including you know the way that they respond to. The things that fandom and people in fandom say um yeah. aren't always um, don't always endear fandom <laughs> mm-hmm. to them um but the fact still remains that a lot of these issues that are coming up here are only being raised because everyone's got their knickers in a knot because of fandom shippy stuff that's going on, and so people are getting angry and 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 whatnot about things that they would normally you know completely just not even be bothered by oh. um but yeah no it's it's definitely in this particular case it's very much um a fandom issue combined with obviously Dojinshi scan yeah. issues
0: and, um, and you know it's it's and I, I think more than doujinshi scan issues it's also because of the whole um now that the the problem has become larger than itself yeah you know, mm. it's it's also become a big issue i, I mean just today I just saw a pic, um a post by um a critic who was you know who just wanted to laugh at manga fandom in general but of mm. course he in you know in response to what September scan nations is doing without of course he wasn't fully aware of the complexities of why that happened mm. because of the i mean it's just crazy it's just a ship and one yeah, day no, when in it's... 5 years these kids would probably be in a new fandom <laughs> in in a new place and it's just and it's just crazy because yeah. because of this one thing mm-hmm. that September scandals has done i'm quite sure that a lot of pe- a lot of other groups will get ideas now of this whole mm. ip blocking thing yes yes there has been that small Community of you know the locked communities they've been there, but mm. now that the IP is there, it's just crazy because, at mm. least with the close community, a Japanese fan can go to that website and still see her works and still request for mm. her works to be taken. It's her right mm. in this case. I feel like the scan, le- uh, the the dojin creator has been, has even been robbed of her right to say. No, we're just kind of we're
1: just you know, yeah, yeah, I mean I suppose it depends how you how you look at it compared to the passworded communities yeah. I mean, um that's still a barrier I mean there yeah. there are ways around passworded yeah, and, there, entry, are ways and around, there was around i p yeah, and I mean um the i p block still doesn't prevent anybody from um, you know informing the artist, it doesn't prevent the artists from finding, you Her know... P- they, people repost the work on, you know, other sites, as much yeah. as, like, yeah. all scanlators. they say, yeah. don't repost our work on other um, sites, yeah. um, which, again, is another another issue.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, you know, so it, it's not... It's not like they're completely rendered impossible to find it, or impossible to um, ask them to stop. And, I mean, it has happened, and they have you know, removed yeah. some artists' work and stopped scanning their works because they have said
0: no. no. Yeah. So,
1: I mean, it's it's not like um, it's a situation where they're, you know, outright refusing yeah. to do those things. Whereas, you know, like I know there are scan groups, I'm doing air quotes right now that you can't say, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> in the past that, you know, Outright, do completely refuse to remove works and and things like that. Yeah. So I think again, you know, I feel like this situation's been blown extremely out of proportion, yeah. out of proportion um, yeah. due to the fandoms in the fandom involved, which just um, creates a lot of extra yeah. drama. And, and, and,
0: and not just the fandom, not just the fandom involved, but even you know people who are not familiar with the fandom, but just mm. in general. The act of scandalation itself and you know, no mm. no 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 no, it's all bad. It's I I'm not I'm I mean the thing with scandalation is it's definitely a gray area. At the end of the day, mm. it's stealing. At the end of the day, um you can't you can't turn you can't make scandalization look good. But to say not- but to say that it's their fault that they're doing um they're doing these measures for for the wrong or for everything mm. wrong, you know. So you just you know, just the very act of scandation is, you know, making Japan not trust us. This is why we are not mm. getting the licenses, which is partially true, I might say, that mm. that because scandations exist, a lot of a lot of works are not being, you know, legally licensed. Okay, and you no, know I'd like to and, point then, out and then here's the interesting thing. In the same way that September scanlations responded mm. wherein they're saying that, yeah, sure, um they didn't agree to the scanlate to the they didn't agree to getting their work distributed and scandal, mm. but we're gonna scanlate it anyway. It's the same exact attitude that we have mm. for other titles that have been or haven't been mm. licensed but are still being scanlated out there. Mm. Well, and we're it's, all it's, reading it in a happy, in a happy,
1: quiet place. That you know, I mean, it's it's no different too. Like I said, um, for example, you know how horrible subs a lot of people get their anime yeah. from there. It's it's also a fact that some anime titles won't, won't give permission um, for simulcast and that kind of thing because they consider those um, sites yeah. that immediately rip the subtitles to be leaks. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, if people are going to come at it from that perspective and use those arguments um, against it, it's like, well, again, you're in this situation where you're saying one aspect is fine, but the other one isn't. Yeah. So it's like, you sort of got to make up your mind a bit about whether, yeah. you know, you've, sort of, you've got to look at your entire position in fandom and go, okay, None of this is technically okay. Fandom
0: exists in this fuzzy legal grey area. Yeah. Um, You know... I mean, technically, we wouldn't even have anime and manga fandom if not for works of fan translators. No! I mean, mean, at least at the beginning of it, you know? I mean, that's how it all started. Oh, for sure, yeah. They all went to fan conventions, you know fan translated some works distributed saw that there's a market for it and then they just mm. kind of built up on that and I mean that's where we all started and it's just exactly this, and it's just this really difficult place now mm. and because because it's been accepted as you know the start or you know the how do you put it the the primal state of fandom it has been mm. an integral part or central to a development of fandom that now that you're already bridging now that you're trying to bridge it towards legal means yeah. it's becoming more and more difficult to deal with a fandom who's already used to it especially for i mean in our case uh, i'm i'm an old folk and fandom I'm, i've been at this for half of my life and as yep. a first generation fan I saw it develop and I'm kind of like yay finally here it is legally available but you know mm. now you have a younger generation of fans who grew up thinking that their reality is a scanlated reality. Mm. That you access manga through scanlations that you don't act, you that your first and only access to manga is online on the internet. Mm. And you have apps that help you with it, and it's quite interesting how that will change developments. And Mm, and it'll be interesting
1: to see how it does change. Like you know, as Mm. you said, like it's relatively new. I mean, um, Mm. you know, you you look at where anime manga fandom has has come from, like since the internet um, took over and. It is really interesting. I mean, like, I don't doubt that it's going to keep evolving. I mean, Mm. obviously, even just in the last few years, um, you know, access to legal manga and anime, simulpubs and simulcasts. So, you know, Mm. we're not even having to wait anymore, which I know, and I completely agree with in terms of being, you know, a big factor behind people wanting to you know access scans and things like you know of yes. course you don't want to wait I mean I say this all the time about American TV which we don't get in Australia obviously Yeah. Um. you know I if I want to watch it when the rest of fandom is you know having a good time about it I'm going to download it after it airs I'm not going to wait you know six months for it to come out here <laughs> Um. But, but, but in the anime and manga world you know they've sort of embraced that a lot with the whole idea yeah. of you know We do get things like um, Shonen Jump has a um, simul-pub counterpart with Viz. Um, We have things like Crunchyroll and Funimation and Anaplex and um, Australia just launched Anilab. Anime Lab? Anilab? Something like that. Madman just um, launched their own um, Australian streaming site for simulcast. They actually just announced the other day that they're going to be simulcasting Tokyo Ghoul. Um, this awesome. season. That
0: yeah, is awesome. yeah which,
1: um so you know it's it's interesting because you know anime and manga fandom has seemed to have really embraced this idea that fans want it and they want it when all the other fans aka you know the Japanese fans get it, yeah. so yeah, no, it will definitely be interesting to see how that continues to evolve and how that continues to sort of. Whether it, you know, sort yeah. of continues to impact on the attitudes of, you know, fans, yes. existing fans and new fans who yeah. might be discovering anime for the first time through yeah. sites like, you know, Crunchyroll, Funimation,
0: yeah, all the ones definitely. that do um, sample pubbing and, and things like that. And even in fandom activities like Pixiv and so on, I mean, um, a lot of the fan artists that, you know, I've, I've befriended throughout the years... They've all made the effort to um, to do learn Japanese and do understand <clears throat> Japanese to communicate with their fellow fans, you know, <clears throat> via Pixiv, and it's and I find it quite interesting because despite this attitude, you know, there's still that disconnect or that I don't know if it's disconnect, but to one degree there is a, the part of fandom or fandom outside of Japan that wishes to engage with Japan and, you know, kind of meets in between by learning the language Mm. and then they kind of exchange somewhere in between. On the other hand, there is that, there is, I'm I'm not sure if I could say it's stubborn or entitled or whatever, Mm. or or maybe it's just being culturally them that they just want, they don't want to bridge. It's not that they don't want to bridge, but they don't expect themselves to bridge using a third language or learning a third language and, you know, just expect things to fall in their hands or on their desktops Mm. just by sitting there. And I I think that's generally a good percentage of fandom because, you know, not everyone has the privilege to learn Japanese and be Mm. bridges.
1: Mm. And let's be real, I mean, like, uh, you know, Japanese is a difficult language to read. I mean, even if you can learn, you know, quite passable grammar, vocabulary, that kind yeah, of thing. When yeah. you're dealing with the internet, which is primarily, primarily um, written communication, that, you know, becomes a whole other level of difficulty. I mean, yeah. that includes and things like... it's not like, like um, Google
0: Translate helps either.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, um, even, again, back to the whole dojinshi scanning thing, yeah. I mean, yeah, even if people want to learn and do learn things. I mean, I, I understand elementary Japanese. I mean, I yeah. can get by i mean i can get by enough that with a dictionary i could probably read you know quite passably if it mm-hmm. wasn't you know entirely in kanji which i don't yeah. know yeah yeah so i mean like you know again i think that adds another layer of difficulty and um another layer of sort of complexity to the whole situation because yeah. you know even people who do want to do that and, you know, try to bridge the gap that way yeah. um, can find it, you know, very, very difficult um, to be able to reach
0: yeah.
1: a level where they can A, possibly read this material themselves without the help of scanlators who post it online yeah. or, you know, be just enough to, you know, communicate with yeah. the artists directly.
0: Yeah, and I think, hundred do but I mean... Eventually technologies will help in the same way that Crunchyroll is kind of helping legalize mm-hmm. or bring in more manga through their you know, service. I mean mm-hmm. nobody knew Crunchyroll with its scat with its fan sub origin would eventually mm-hmm. find its way to becoming the legal source of anime these days. Mm-hmm. And now, now you know they've provided a platform and technology to do so, and have and have been successful in at least bringing a lot of titles in without us having yes. to worry about you know missing a few hours from Japan or whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, although this is coming from the likes of me, I'm I'm kind of benefiting from it because in Australia they simulcast a lot of things, but if I go back to the Philippines, wherein there's, I can only watch the folk tales of Japan mm-hmm. in, in the Philippines, which kind of like frustrated <laughs> me. When I went to yeah. Taiwan, I only can watch five shows, and it's crazy, yeah. because it's like, oh, okay, this is where the legal things, the legal aspects of you know... Yeah. All of a being... li-
1: licensing in general, I mean, like, for anything, any media, I mean, this counts for movies, you yeah. know, English movies and things like that as well. Yeah. Um, I also have a lot of thoughts about things like the fact that companies need to get on board with the fact that we do live in this global world now and they I do. know that it, it's, it's difficult because you've got different um, distribution or publishing or whatever companies in different countries and they yeah. all want their slice of the pie, fair yeah. enough, yeah. but it does create this situation where um, people, again this is another reason that people turn to subs and scans and yeah. and things like that is because you know you've got all these conflicting companies who all want in, and so you end up with things being licensed in yeah. country A, but not in country we, X. And yeah, uh,
0: it's 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 really it's really it's really. Uh, I don't I, I don't I wish I could see a solution to this in my mm. in my lifetime. And I mean, we do, I mean, I I, I, I think I mean, it it, it I think would be it was, ideal. It, yeah, it would be the best. I mean, like, I, I it would be I'd probably it would be, be really great. I'd probably have grandkids already when that happens, right? Like, <laughs> like, you know, people never worrying about doujin chi's because Pixiv already provides, and this is just me thinking of possible solutions, right? Pixiv mm. already provides, um, a translation service in immediate translation mm-hmm. service, wherein you know, you can have. Mm people you know just clicking a button and then you know they have a really advanced translation technology Mm. that properly translate a doujinshi out and out in front and you know everybody can read it in whatever language they're in Mm. and that would be perfect and ideal and hopefully that also comes in manga and so on and so forth but Yeah. yeah uh capitalism makes it a lot more difficult to sit in it, it
1: it it really does i mean because yeah. that's what it comes down to it does come down to, to money I mean, and, and licensing and it, and... and
0: yeah and, it, and it's interesting because it's either that or you embrace socialism or and you know what mm-hmm. happened with socialism <laughs> and yeah and, and it's but yeah and i think we can wrap it there you have any final thoughts nelly on on this
1: I don't think I've really got anything to add particularly to what we've said today except to say you know, it, it, it it's complicated I just um, want people when they're debating about it and arguing about it or getting angry about these issues to sort of stop for a second and look at where they're coming from and you know, look at what other fandom activities they engage in that you know, has the same kind of grey morality and sort of just think about it a little bit before they fly off the handle and get you know, super angry and defensive you know, just mm. just just, yeah. just think about it
0: for a second <laughs> yeah um, yeah, and same thing with, yeah, I'll probably support you in that, whichever case I, I personally wish that they took the IP thing off and just did mm something different like either put it in a forum or lock it, you know, that way mm. they can still see it or access it. But as you said, there are ways around IPs. There are still ways that they can access their works if they want to. But mm. it's just Yeah. It's it's quite an interesting turn and I'm I'm hoping that somehow I'm I'm having this positive look that a positive way. Um that there's some way where we can bridge um, Japanese fandom and f- fandom outside of Japan because mm. it's... Definitely. You no, know, we, we all like the same thing, honestly. You know, we 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 all fangirl about the same butts, the same abs, the same... <laughs> exactly. And, you know, come July 2, we'll all be watching. On, we'll be on our seats watching, enjoying every moment of it, flooding yep. Twitter with the same hashtag. <laughs> And I don't understand why we can't all just get along. So, yeah, let's work. I think it's a good thing for fandom to try to work on that. Not yes. just Western fan, not just Western or non-Japanese fandom, but even Japan Japanese fandom as yes. well. So, thank you, Nelly. Thank for, you for yeah for ranting and as <laughs> uh, we needed that, didn't we? <laughs> um, hello, right. So um, that was my conversation with. Nelly, with regards to fandom, um, we just got cut short because um, my Wi-Fi router uh, ran out of battery. But nonetheless, we managed to get a lot of things out, and it's it's really hard and it's really difficult to, um, to just capsulate how complex this problem is. Because as as you've heard, the two of us, you know, switching sides over and over again. How do we actually answer to the needs of fandom when there are already established things that we've done in fandom that's kind of making the situation maybe worse, maybe a lot more difficult, and so on and so forth. Nonetheless, um, what we're trying to bring here is, um, or at least what I'm trying to do in this podcast is, you know, open the conversation with you guys. If you have comments, um, any comments, any additional opinions with regards to this matter, more than just, um, you know, scandalization is bad, scandalization is blah, 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 but rather how we as a fandom can respond or change attitudes towards this issue, then I'd be happy to hear it. Um, Leave a message or leave a comment in this entry in my website here in Otaku Champlu or you know, um, send me Twitter at Kirsten, and yeah, let's converse. Let's let's talk about this because you know it's it's becoming. I mean, we're just looking here at the world of boys' love fandom, and you know the the whole doujinshi bit is um kind of. Pushing it, And it's quite brand new because it's only recently that we're actually actively also scanlating Dojinshi. But um, yeah, it, it's just the tip of the iceberg. This entire problem is just actually a lot bigger. Um, you see it in a lot of websites and you see it in a lot of attitudes of fans who actually believe that this is... Um, what they should be doing and it's come to a point that you know and it's not just English fandom even for example um, recently the likes of um, the author of Hironaka Naruse was actually complaining that a Chinese fan of hers sent her a message telling her how she liked a particular chapter of Hironaka Naruse. and um, she was complaining because basically that fan shouldn't have been able to access that you know um, scan and that you know that's that particular chapter hasn't been released, and yet here's this Chinese fan who has seen and read that latest chapter. So it's quite interesting, um, and it's quite something that um, we should really look into as fans. Um, how far can we go? How, how far can we be entitled? Um, are we even willing to wait? nowadays are we even willing to um be patient as we used to back in the day at least back in my time when I started as a fan wherein waiting was part of it um yeah, you know, I, I think a lot of you guys have comments about this, um, or have strong thoughts about it. I'm quite sure ideas of fair use will be raised again, and what is fair use for us as fans? What is considered fair um, to the author, to the to the doucheon writer, to the artist? And to us as fans. So, um, I'd love to hear your comments. So, you that's know, something great to discuss with everyone. Um, and again, I want to thank you for listening um, to this podcast, The Joshua Cast. And yeah, subscribe to us in iTunes, and maybe we can discuss more of these issues along the way. So, of course, fan will So, yeah, thank you a lot and uh, have a great day.